Hey guys, I'm Mr. G. And I'm Mrs. G. And, and this, this is, is the Imperfect Couple Podcast. Where we have intimate, real, and difficult discussions about the imperfections in relationships and, and marriages. marriages. Oh guys, don't forget to go and download the Imperfect Couple app. It's in the Apple Play Store and the Google Play Store. So go and get it. Welcome back, my imperfect couples. It's the imperfect couple here, Mr. G. I'm Mrs. G. We're coming at you with another podcast this week, and I think this is a really, really good one. Okay, let's see. What are we talking about? We're talking about knowing yourself first. Yeah, I agree. I think that is a good one. Good so, topic. Yeah, knowing yourself first. So, I got two quotes on this one that I'm going to read out to you all. The first one says, before I got married... I wish I had a better understanding of my own wounds and the healing I needed before I had spent the time understanding my family dynamics. I wish I had spent more time understanding my family dynamics so that I could see how they impact my marriage. The other person, that was John C., another person says, I wish I had sorted out what I wanted to do with my life. My 20s have been spent just sort of following life rather than leading it so now i'm going to grad school getting things on track and i wish i could do it my way but i have a wife (laughs) why did you look at me like that but i have a wife um i agree i i I agree especially with that um second quote uh the whole, I wish I had sorted out what I wanted to do with my life. In your 20s, they were following life instead of leading it. And, you know, now that they're getting things on track and stuff, they have a partner. I agree with that because I feel like I did the same thing. Like, I knew where I wanted to go to school, what I wanted to do, but I didn't really have a plan after that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got to school and life happened. Had a baby. Um, and then it was like almost getting knocked down and trying to rebuild and reconstruct and reroute after that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting back on track, getting back in school. And then we had another baby. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, now I'm rebuilding again, reroute and trying to get back on track. And then I felt like after that, I kind of was still just going with the flow. Like, okay, now I'm a mom. Then we got married. Okay, now I'm a wife. So, you know what? Forget about my plans. It's about my family. It's about what we got going on and kind of just going with that. So, I, I agree with that. That is, it's very important to know yourself, know what it is that you want in life, um, and be able to not only reroute and get back up, but be steadfast and 
jump back into what you're working on or what, what you're working towards. And then even if, you know, like you said, but I have a wife, okay? You have a wife, you have a spouse, but now you have somebody in your corner to help support you in the things that you want to do. So it shouldn't be, oh, well, now I can't do anymore because I have a family, <laughs> I have a wife. But, you know, that was my mindset. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just the type of person that I always put others first. So I was like, okay, forget what I got going on. Let's Let's now focus on this. But now you have a partner that can really push you towards what it is that you want to work on and what it is you want to grasp. So it should be even more... Um, I don't even know the word to use, but it should give you more of a drive to want to accomplish something because now you have a family, um, or or a spouse to help push you there. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this then. So look, listening to that and seeing what he said, um, in both quotes because I agree with both of them. Um, and and listening to you though, you say. Now you can't follow your plans. Now you have to, you know, put the family first, look after the family. Did you, can you really say that you knew your plans at the time though? Like maybe you had an idea, but maybe that really wasn't where you were supposed to go. No, I I can't say that at all because I, like I said, I knew where I wanted to go to school. I knew what I wanted to go to school for, but I really hadn't mapped out my plans after that. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about, well, what state do I want to live in? I knew I didn't want to be in Mississippi. I knew I wasn't going back home. I knew I had no intentions on living in Hattiesburg forever after I graduated, but it's like, I didn't really have it mapped out of that. It's like, okay, I'm graduating. I'm going to school. This is what I'm going to school for. And I just stopped. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about, well, where am I going to live? Where do I want to buy a house? Um, Like, all, all those things that people think about, um, what type of man, you know, like all those other things. I, I hadn't gotten that far. I just was like, I'm getting out of Starkville. I'm going to school. This is what I'm going to school for. And then once we finish that, we'll tackle the rest when we get to it. And the reason why I asked that is because what I've noticed, a lot of my, most people, most of us, uh, we kind of tend to follow what was put out to us mm-hmm. or like what, an ideal somebody else put out into our head so even with like you saying you knew what you wanted to go to school for but I know like a lot of people go off to school and they go to school for something but it's really not what they, they want to do, do in right, life and right. you know it's just what somebody else told them because for me for an example my story um, growing up like in Mars Point like we were always a big football town mm-hmm. so most of us were better at baseball but we had to play football. We wanted to play football. So um, my thing was I wanted to be, I was like two-sport athlete. I just want to, I'm playing football. Mm-hmm. I even had a dream about me going to work, briefcase and everything. Then we had career discovery. So in career discovery, it was like ninth grade. So we used to have this big old book with all the careers in it. And you had to go through this book and you had to pick out a career. And so I'm going through the book and I'm looking for careers. And the crazy thing is what stood out to me and what I chose is marriage counselor. Mm -hmm. So I chose marriage counselor. And then the next year we had um, like spirit week. We was dressed up for a career. And again, I chose to be a marriage counselor. So dressed up, be a marriage counselor. But 
at the end of it, at the end of the day, it's like, I didn't realize God was speaking to me then. Right. And so, like, I read that, and that's what resonated with me. That, like, that, that's what touched my spirit. But I was like, nah, I'm playing sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing sports. And then, so, get into college, come back to visit the high school one day. My principal's like, yo, you should be an agent. Never thought about being an agent. Mm-hmm. Principal's just like, you should be an agent. You should be a sports agent. He said, that way you get to stay around the game, but you don't have to play in the game. You don't have to get beat up and hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. But you still get around the game. So I was like, I went back to school. Bam. I'm going to be a sports agent. I'm going to be a sports agent. You just agent. changed your whole thing. You know, so I'm going to be a sports agent. So I, at first I went sports medicine. I'm like, then I'm looking at things. I'm like, I don't really want to do I don't really want to do sports medicine. But after he said that, I took on sports agent. I'm going to be a sports agent. So that's what I'm majoring in. I'm taking law classes. Love the law classes, though. But, and I'm just thinking, though, I don't really want to negotiate contracts. I just want to help the players off the field. Mm-hmm. I want to help them build a better life. I want to help them find purpose off the field. And that's why my thing was helping them outside the lines. Mm-hmm. Helping athletes find purpose outside the lines. And so, but it was that influence of somebody else telling me. And then I, t- I took that route instead of really getting to know myself and understanding that that was God speaking to me when I chose that. And then I could have went to college and I could have majored in that. And I could have spent all my time focusing on that because right. I'm back at that point anyway. And right. I'm doing it now. So, so I it's like you would have had a head start, I had a head start back then. I wasted so much time. Right. So it's like, that's the thing, like getting to know yourself first. And I, I, I encourage, I'm going to put this message out there. I encourage all parents to start talking to your kids now about purpose. Right. Because the older they get, the further away they get from their purpose because the world starts to put your influence on them. Just just like what happened to me, I got influenced by something somebody else said, which pulled me further away from what was already inside of me. Right. And I started following that route. It's like then those close friends that they don't want to leave, those close friends have ideas, and then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to do something similar to that so we can stay together or we can go to school mm-hmm. together or we can room all, all of those roommates. type of things, right. Yeah. All of those type of things instead of, you know, really standing out on their own two feet and really thinking about what it is in them that they want to do or the plan that they have for their life. So that's very, very important. Because yeah, um, he put it inside of us. Right, absolutely. He puts it inside of us, you know, born. when we're born. But it's just, it's up to us to do the work to find out what it is that he has for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not saying that, you can't go to school and get a degree and do something, but still can't. So, for example, if you want to be a nurse, if you want to go to school, get a degree, and be a nurse, you can be a nurse. But God may have a purpose for you that even while you're nursing, mm-hmm. to be able to touch somebody else through whatever that purpose is he He has for you. Whether it's you know public speaking or you know just something because you are able to... Work your purpose wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So you could be at work being a nurse on a 12-hour shift, you know, saving lives, doing your thing, but also touch somebody or touch somebody's family by um, just working your purpose through that. And i give you a, I'll give you an example of that. Um, um, she may not mind me saying her name, but I won't say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a friend. Um, she's a doctor. Okay. And so... Her thing, like, she went through 
all of that, you know, all those years of school. And she really doesn't care. I'm not going to say care. The, being a doctor stresses her out. Right. So. And this is our friend. Yes, our friend. <laughs> so, being a doctor stresses her out. And she would rather do something else. Right. But being a doctor, she found a lot of a lot of things, a lot of practices that she didn't like. And that it has given her a drive to do something, something else. else. Mm-hmm. But it's still in the medical field. Mm-hmm. So now she wants to lead being a doctor in a different way to be able to help people out because of practices that she have seen. Mm-hmm. She want to change those. And then even to the points of talking about taking it political. So... Um, and that could be could have been her purpose in in the beginning for mm-hmm. her to be at the forefront and to learn it to, right to speak on it and and lead. But God took her through this journey for her to be able to witness and see and mm-hmm. um, deal with those things firsthand, so she would know and have something to advocate for and talk about ahead. So yeah. you know, He puts us in a place um, where. Our journey is a learning lesson and building us to where we ultimately will end up at the end. So I I never want anybody to think, you know. Stop. Right. Just because because you have decided to go a certain route and then you recognize or realize that that's not your purpose. That doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean don't keep going, don't keep pushing because God allowed you to go on that journey for a reason. He allowed you to experience things on that journey and see things on that journey for a reason that may help you and push you once you do realize what your purpose is and start working in your purpose. Yeah, just take everything as a learning learning, and then take note of everything because mm-hmm. um, you can learn from every experience. Right. And so, but uh, I do still want to put out there that if we start talking to our kids early about purpose, um, then we can help them out. And then I'll also dive into one of the things that I've done to be able to help my kids with their purpose um, when we get into the family plan mm-hmm. because that also begins with knowing yourself first. Um, and back to his quote, and like he said, like, but I have a wife. So he felt like he couldn't do all these things. And I can, I can understand because at one time, you know, um, but, and then it, the thing is, like, that wasn't even the journey I was supposed to go on because you remember um, when we found out about you being pregnant with Hayden, I was supposed to go to... Um, Florida, was, was it? No, it was with Florida State. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to um, mm, to Europe. And I was supposed to go to... Uh, I can't remember. It was, it was going to go to two different places over in Europe. But I was supposed to be over there all summer. Mm-hmm. But that got interrupted. Um, that got interrupted, and it's like you said, like I was the other guys, like I was letting life happen to me. Um, and then when we got married, and I started thinking about like, I had a lot of things I didn't accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I didn't accomplish these things, and then so I had frustration. I took some of the frustration out on you. I apologize, but I took some of the frustration out on you because I felt like I wasn't where should have been I didn't get to where I needed to be to be able to support a family Mm -hmm. and be able to provide for a family and give my family all the things that I wanted to give my family and then it's now it's like it's hard for me to do it because now I can't just think about myself I have to think about my family which is also why it's important to know yourself first before getting married 
and go out and start working in your purpose to accomplish those things before marriage. Um, and like you said, though, once you get married, you bring on that helper to help you right, go right. out and finish accomplishing that. But you at least have to know what it you, is, where you're going first. Right. You should know. That's why you have a helper. And that's important because then when you start, if you get that done ahead of time and you know where you're going, what your purpose is ahead of time, and then you start dating or seeking um, a wife or a husband, then you are able to ask questions um, yes. pertaining to that. So you know off bat if that person that you are seeking or, you know, considering is for you um, because you can firmly say, this is my purpose. This, this is, is what I'm working mm -hmm. toward. This is the route that I'm going. What can you bring to the table? Or what can, you know, you do to help me? Or, you know, what about this interests you? And if they can't give you an answer or, you know, they can't ride that wave, then they're not for you. And ultimately, they're going to be the per person that will block your purpose or block you from, you know, genuinely working in your purpose and getting to where you're supposed to be in God's plan and God's will for you. So, um, resentment form. right. Absolutely. Um, doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Right. It just, it just means, means that they're, they're not for you. Yeah. They should be aligned with somebody else. So. Right. You know, and it's just like we talk about, you know, in a, with a job, you know, you, you, a, every company has a mission and vision statement. Mm -hmm. So, and when you, when you interview somebody to come work for your company or be a part of your company, you want to make sure that they can align with the mission and vision statement. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that they have the skills to help you push that mission and that vision forward. Right. If you can't help me push it forward then we should just remain friends right. and let me bring someone else in that's going to be able to help me push that mission forward. And so, but in order to be able to do that, you have to, again, get back to the topic. You have to know yourself first. Right. Um, and so I definitely can understand exactly where that, that second quote was going. Um, and then also, you know, for us, before, like when we got married, and as a one, that's why I stress the family plan. Um, when we got married, you know, I knew that that route failed, and I didn't know where I was going. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where we were going, and so it was just a circle, and it was just you know, wasted time and arguments. Versus if I had the plan together already, then I had something strategic for us to look at and for us to push forward towards. And so um, now. This guy, he said, before I got married, I wish I had a better understanding of my own wounds and the healing I needed. I wish I had spent more time understanding my family dynamics so that I could see how they impact my marriage. Um, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> what do you got to say about that? Um, well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, that is very, very important. Um I'm not going to go into details because that's not something I'm ready to tackle yet. But I know from experience, um, your family dynamics, um, understanding things that is like trauma for you or um, hurt from you for you from the past is very important to heal before you get with someone else. Because whether you realize it or not, and be believe me when I tell you from experience, we know this firsthand, um, whether you realize it or not, 
you'll bring it into your relationship. And it took, well, we're going into year nine, mm-hmm. and it really took me being, um, like, in a depressed state for months uh, to really realize where a lot of that was stemming from. And, and, it, and I realized that it was stemming from things from the past, things from, you know, my childhood and just certain things that I expected or I um, thought the way I, th- I thought things should have been. Um, and then also, you know, looking at a lot of my friends and their family dynamics and, you know, trying to compare those type of things that really, really made it hard um, for me to be able to function as a wife and a mother. Well, not only say be able to function, but be able to continue to hide those things or continue to not address those things without it being an issue or causing issues with us or arguments with us and, you know, me not even really knowing how to communicate those things. And then you're like, where is this coming from? You know, like things that you would say would be like a trigger to me. And you're like, but I didn't say that or I didn't, you know, where is this coming from? And it's like me having to realize and say, okay, it's not you. It's me, and this is why these things are happening. Mm -hmm. This is why certain things you say bother me or certain things you do bother me. So it is very, very important that you guys tackle that ahead of time, Um, whether it's, you know, speaking, seeking spiritual counsel, um, going to a therapist, um, whatever it takes uh, to go ahead and get that healing done before you know, you decide to get married or, you know, if you're already there and you see that it's an issue, you definitely need to sit down and tackle that in order for healing to happen and be able to move on in your relationship smoothly. Yeah, definitely. It's like you said, we've been there. um, And I guess I can remember us having an argument and I'm genuinely like, what the... (laughs) Like, where did that come from? Right. And I'm and I and I can't figure it out. And then I just I, I had to realize like, oh, this battle is not even with me. Right. Like this battle is much deeper than me, mm-hmm. and it, it's not even me right now. Um, and that was really it was really kind of hard to swallow though at the same time because I'm just like, I'm here. I love you. I'm trying to love you. I'm trying to be what you need, but I have to keep paying for you know, past triggers. And it's just like, you know, it's one time I said something and then it was later on in the day because we, we had a uh, knockdown argument and it's later on in the day you came to me and then you told me what was said to you not long ago, not long before. And I'm just like, how was I supposed to know that was said right. to you? Like, And so you when I made my statement, you saw it in the same light. And I'm like, that is not what I meant. Right. <laughs> you know, so it, it's definitely, definitely important to address those wounds, um, to get those taken care of. And I know for me, um, you know, just not growing up in a house with my dad and having my dad there to show me things. I remember when I was 22, when I really realized 
like how much I needed my dad. Mm-hmm. Like I had a breakdown. I was like, because beforehand I was like, I'm good. I don't need. I don't need him. I'm good. I'm grown now. But then it's like I really realized like the things that I was I was missing, the leadership that I was missing, the um, the things about being a man and showing me the way. And it was like at 22 is when I just really had a breakdown. It's like, wow, I, I really need, I need my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why we're here. We want to be able to keep dads in the home. Uh, we want to be able to help you prepare before marriage. Um, and so one of the things that I created once I really figured out everything, it was the um, the family plan. Right. Um, so... In order to create your family plan, any family plan you have a mission and your vision statement. So that goes back to I have to know myself first. And I highly encourage you to spend time with God because whatever it is that God has for you, it takes time to develop into that thing. It takes time for him to mold you into whatever that is. And when you look back into um, like the Jewish culture, you know, they, when they do the bar, bar mitzvah mm-hmm. and then they start the training um, at 13, then you like when you studied the Bible, like you were really considered to be grown, and like you were responsible for yourself by the time you were twenty. And so, if you look at those that time, that's seven. You know, and another thing in the Bible, the year of completion is seven years. So, how I take is I look at it like I need my seven years with God mm-hmm. at least to develop me. And so we have to start training our kids early to become husbands, to become wives to become leaders, to become people that can support a household. They don't have to get married. They don't have to have kids, but they need to be able to handle it in case they decide. Right. Absolutely. And so um, get your get your, your family, um, get your vision statement, um, get your family plan together. We do have the family plan inside of the Imperfect Couple app. You can, uh, we have a, a template that you can use on your own. Or you can get with us and we can help you put yours together. And it's also already included inside of marriage preparation. Gotcha. So once you, if you sign up for marriage preparation, the family plan is included in that. And we will help you set up your family plan so that you can lead your family and not let life lead you. Right. You know. That's important. Yeah. Just like you said. um, (coughs) Excuse me. And inside our family plan, I'll just tell you a little bit about it. Like I said, we have the mission and the vision. We have our priorities. We have our um, the family values. And that's another topic we have to talk on, um, touch on because a lot of people, you don't think about values. Right. Um, and then so we have the roles of our kids. Um, we have the roles of the mother and the father. We have a prayer in here. At the end, we all sign, um, and we're committed to the family plan and we're committed to progressing our family and doing God's work but don't get married without a family plan I'm going to put that out there nobody before you get married come see us let's get your family plan together do not get married without a family plan you want a helper I have a helper at first she was helping me do nothing <laughs> I was doing nothing let's just be honest I was doing nothing she was helping me do nothing I was just existing but then I put the family plan together. Now she's helping me accomplish the plan. Now we're succeeding. Now we are doing work for God. 
which is the purpose that we're all here for. Exactly. So God created every last one of us for a purpose. He put us here to do his work. And that's why we're here. And we have our, we even have our mini helpers included. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the kids help, you know, we give them roles and give them things to do so that starting young, they feel a part of this family. They feel like they are helping accomplish the family goal. Um, Hayden is a beast on edits and she's a TikTok queen. So, you know, we give her clips and stuff to edit and put together. Micah is awesome, um, mem- has an awesome memory. So she's always helping us remember certain dates, certain things we're supposed to do, certain times, and all that kind of stuff. We give each of them something to do so that they already know in the beginning that they're part of this family vision, they're part of this family plan, and that they have a role and a job to help this family reach its goal. And of course, as they get older, they'll get more responsibility, they'll get more things to do. And you'll even see them sitting in on some of the podcasts and having discussions and um, conversations with us as well. We've even started um, Bible study, and the girls are doing great, um, you know, really diving into their Bibles and doing Bible study. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw some clips of, clips of that in as well. But um, other than that, is there anything else that you want to say? No, I'm just looking at these quotes again, man. I, I they're pretty dead on, and that's some things that we've all we all face. So, yeah, I think it's something that you guys really need to look into and really, really um, take heed on and yeah. get it knocked out before, like I said, if if best before marriage. But if you are already married, you want to go ahead and tackle that now so that you're not letting that hang over. Um, mm-hmm. And make any issues in and your relationship. The earlier you start, the better, because it doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, some of those wounds we're we're working on now, um, and so we'll get those things worked out, and we can talk with you all more about it, and show you how we're coming through it. And um, because, and the thing is, though, once you finally recognize those wounds, and you finally admit to those wounds it brings you closer mm-hmm. because now you, we feel you feel like teammates working together to Absolutely. get something done. Absolutely. You I know. Agree. So don't be scared of the wounds. Actually those wounds will bring you closer. Mm-hmm. And now you feel like we're closer, we're teammates and we're knocking this out together. So don't run from your wounds. <laughs> Cuz they're not going anywhere. Well, <laughs> other than that, um we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Um I do want to say we haven't been promoting the book. We've been doing all these podcasts and we haven't been promoting the book. So the missing pieces to winning that marriage, if you don't have it, you can get it. It's on Amazon. Um, We have books on hand. So if you want to reach out to us, we will sign a copy for you, put a nice little message in there and ship it out to you. Um, And you can send us questions, send us book inquiries, anything like that in the app or um on our instagram or facebook page mm-hmm. um it's at the imperfect couple with the three on the end and other than that yeah got and anything else nope um the missing pieces to winning that marriage the missing pieces to winning that marriage so 
Just wanted to say that again gotcha. to make sure it's clear that everybody hear what it is. Um, our Instagram is the underscore imperfect couple. Facebook, the imperfect couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're now on TikTok, the imperfect couple. So Yeah, go follow on TikTok. <laughs> go follow we're, us. we're about to get the TikTok videos cracking. Um, we're just not getting on there. She's been on there. I... He's yeah. new to this thing. Yeah, I'm new. The kids to it. are getting us whipped in shape with yeah. TikTok, but so, we're new to this. I had to refer to the to the expert hating upstairs <laughs> on his TikTok thing. So, but I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to being me on TikTok. Oh, geez, it's, it should be fun. <laughs> if he says that, it should be definitely be fun. But as always, we appreciate you guys for listening and for watching, and we will see you soon. All right. Take care, imperfect couples. Hey, guys, I'm Mr. G. Hey, guys, and I'm Mrs. G. And And we're we're the the Imperfect Couple. Couple. And this is the Imperfect Couple Podcast. This is a space where we help couples win in marriage, help you get your ish together, communicate, become committed teammates, and chase your life goals together. Together. Oh, also, guys, don't forget to go and download the Imperfect Couple app. Absolutely. We help couples to recognize and grow past their individual imperfections prior to marriage so they can prepare to have a marriage as close to perfect as possible. So, like I said, don't forget to go and download so we can help you and your partner grow past your imperfections. It's in the Google and Apple Play Store, so go and get that ASAP. ASAP.